my GM comes walking up the stairs and he goes, hey, just the person I was looking for. And I was like, uh. You look around like. Yeah. He's like, I'm not the cleaning lady. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> right? That's impressive. That was racist. <laughs> beautiful train wreck the show where keeping it real gets mildly offensive and awkwardly amusing i'm sarah i'm julian <laughs> oh you're stuck with it yeah i'm stuck with it okay just like she's stuck with his ring oh shit son all right mm, this is episode number 57 that's right i had to think where my brain was real quick <laughs> i'm back now I'm glad. um yeah guys thanks for uh hanging out with us once again you know what is really really amazing about this episode julian what this is our two-year anniversary. Two what anniversary? Yeah. Ah. This is the second time the show has made two full rotations. Yeah. Around the earth. Yeah, like them rotations, don't you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me be clear. Wow. Yeah, guys. It's been a wonderful two years. Yes. There we go. Fifty-seven episodes in two years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had a chance to kind of uh, grow together and apart and together yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's life, man. Yeah. You know? I, I think I think the best part of that was when we got into that car accident together. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the best part. Oy. And you um, grabbed onto my arm. Yeah, I did. I, I And I pulled a <laughs> Sheldon's brother. It's like, that's <laughs> not my arm, baby girl. <laughs> oh, my God. With eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That never happened. <laughs> Fiance, I love you. Okay. So, yeah, man, we'll get deeper into uh, two years. You know, kind of circle back again for those of you who are less aware of the history of the show, um, where we were when we first decided to do this. But before we get two balls deep into anything, Julian, why don't you tell the fine people where they can listen to us? Only I'll only tell the finest. Ah, You're yes. not as fine. I won't be telling you yeah. anything. <laughs> Ear Muffet. Yeah, Ear Muffet. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, echoing what Sarah was. Sarah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> what Sarah said. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been uh, wonderful too. Yes, yes. And definitely, please, please, please uh, check us out uh, on. But only one, please, really, because we ain't thirsty like that. Yeah. It's like, yes, the thirst are. is not real. But uh, check real. us out. You can listen to us on Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Anchor. Yes. And we have all of our, the whole library. And, uh, like the whole shit is the there. The whole shit. For you to listen. All of our shits being there. Yeah. So stream us, download us. Yep. Everything. We're good for long commutes, first dates. And oh, 100% first dates. Definitely listen to us. Uh, yeah. For listening at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without speakers, just yep. to be clear. Mm-hmm. Without headphones, I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're uh, waiting in line for a confession at church, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Play that. that. Yeah. Father, I have sinned. Yeah. <laughs> so. But check out this episode. Yeah. yeah. But check this shit out, though, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not only can you check us out, can you listen to us on all those platforms? You can also find us on Instagram mm-hmm. at the BTW Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the underscore btw podcast you can check us out on facebook at facebook.com slash the beautiful train wreck and you can definitely hit us up on the gmails at the btw podcast at gmail.com absolutely and we look forward to any kind of interaction that you guys have with us and we're going to be working in the future to be a little bit more interactive with you guys but first first, you know we want to definitely tell you about our week in review because believe it or not we are humans yeah and we do things (laughs) Or tings, well, and also coming up, you know, like I said last week, I low-key hate the holidays just because it's like, oh, let me be a good person. Mm-hmm. No, do that all the time. But I'm not going to lie. I'm going to switch it up with you guys right quick. Yeah. <laughs> you can only see my co-host face right then and there. there. Um, I'm actually excited for the holidays this year. Oh, wow. That's really special. It, it is. Like, I think this black thing of a heart is like slowly melting but in a good you, way because it's cold. It's frosty. Oh, oh, oh. It's frosty. So there's an ice box where your heart used to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm So I, I think I might be circling back to being a human 
So before you know it, Sarah is going to be uh, starring in Hallmark movies. Shit. <laughs> Lifetime movies. Yeah, on TV once and look what the fuck happens to you, Sarah. <laughs> oh, yes. That. We'll talk about that, too, uh, in our Week in Review. Yeah. And in fact, what a wonderful place to start. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, uh, with whatever you're willing to share with us. Uh, my co-host, my lovely co-host here. Who's without the eyeliner today? Is yeah. uh, listening and the na- the nails are intact. They're so fresh. Yeah, nails well, are good. yeah. The nails and the hair were intact because I had to make sure I was going to go on there right. looking like a whole entire snack. Yeah. Also, I mean, and this is this is a long way, uh, a long way from uh, some of the shows that we recorded because sometimes Sarah would come into the King Lear Studios. Yeah. Her nails looking all reckless and everything. Okay. Them joints are trash, dude. Yeah, that's no man. So this is what happens, right? My my girl Mimi works on. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, okay? So we be recording on the weekends and shit. And like, all right, cool. If I can make it through Friday night, I'll be all right. And then if we record on a Sunday, I'm like, well, fuck it. Who needs to be looking, having nails all to the nines and shit? And then joints will be chipped off. And it's the one fucking day that you see me with bad nails, okay? So step off me, son. Just How about we just don't do that? But yeah, they have this thing. It's, it's brand new. It's brand new. It's called Whiteout. And all you got to do is just... Hey, Jay. Suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I may may have to edit that out. Nope, nope, nope. I may actually have to edit that out. Nope, don't do that. It's crazy anyway. because I'm, I'm, uh, and we've derailed. This is this yeah. is what the show is. This is we have a format that we want to talk about, and, yep. but then all of a sudden it's like, um, no, let's just not talk about the shit. We, we out here about. worrying about, oh, maybe the show's gonna be too short. <laughs> yeah, mm. hold my beer. Yeah, hold yeah. Hold my beer. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, for real, for real. This time, let's talk about uh, you and being on TV. You mm. superstar. Look at you, girl. Local. Local. <laughs> Local. Local. <laughs> Local. 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 All right. Okay. So what do we what do we what do we got to say about it? So, I'm here to field questions. Uh, you, you field questions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pick pick me pick me. Yes. Uh, yes. Julian K. Smith. So uh, how does it feel to be on the uh, local television station uh. that is uh, <laughs> WTTG? Oh Fo- yeah, it is, Fox Five. It? Is that your uh, is that your Missy voice? Yes. Okay, we'll go with it. I mean, it was it was fun. It really was. It was a lot of fun. I was nervous. The nerves started to set in Monday night. Really? And yeah. Yeah. And for those of you who missed it, Sarah didn't go on TV until Wednesday. I did not sleep well Monday or Tuesday. Wow. And you learned when that you would be going on TV? Uh, maybe a week, a little over a week before that. Girl, you didn't tell me until like the I day know. before. I know. <laughs> so I didn't have ha, a pay back to- the bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> Go lay down. Got him. Yeah, I because of how nervous I was. Yeah. Well, okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. Well, let's give a little bit of backstory. I mean, we won't say exactly the place that you work, but let's just say you were showing one of the anchors. Yeah. Workout tips for the holiday season. Yep. And by holiday, I mean Thanksgiving. Yeah. Turkey I'm, Day. I mean, if you're friends with any of us on Facebook, it's on there. <laughs> you can find it. It was on Good Day DC. So uh, maybe oh yeah, like a little over a week before then. It aired, well, we went live November 20th, and probably that Monday. So that Monday, like, no, the Tuesday we got back. We got back Monday from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, and then Tuesday was my first full day back at work again, and my GM comes walking up the stairs, and he goes, hey, just the person I was looking for, and I was like, uh. You look around like. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what did I do already? (laughs) He's like, I'm not the cleaning lady. Yeah, like, right? That's impressive. <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> he goes, so Good Day DC reached out to us and they wanted someone to take them through a turkey day themed workout. And I was like, all right, cool. And he was like, yeah, they wanted someone that had, had high energy, all this stuff. And he was like, you're the perfect person for the job. And I was like, okay, <laughs> Sure. And he's like, so what are you doing next Wednesday? And I was like, uh, I mean, I was planning on being here, but I guess. <laughs> I'll do whatever you pay me to do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or not, nah, you know, like whatevs. And he was like, okay, great. So you'll just, he's like, plan to like be out, you know, from this time to this time. And I was like, wait, out? And he goes, yeah, you're going to go to the studio. Relax. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is completely in studio. And I was like. 
<sighs> All right. Well, that's that's nice. That's fun. And he's like, yeah, you know, so you record live. And I was like, hold the fuck up. Did you put your finger on his lips? Yeah. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> yeah. So then the corporate PR person reached out to me and he was like, hey, you know, this is the stuff that we want you to say. Like, b- mention this. Blah, blah. Like, I literally had like an entire script. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say half of it. Hmm. I didn't say half of the shit. So like we get to the studio and they had some of our cafe people talk about healthy kids options for Thanksgiving or whatever and all this stuff to pretty much advertise that the food that we have at our facility is, you know, healthy and nutritious and all that good stuff. But there was two of them, just one of me. One. Yeah. So one of the guys comes in and he looks at me and he was like, or he looks around and he's like, Nichols, Nichols, and I was like, Nichols. He goes, Oh yeah, and he just walks over and he's like, starts putting a mic on me, and I was like, Oh. And then you you start purring. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, so so this is just gonna happen. Oh, so I guess I'm I guess I'm going first. Cool. He's like, Yeah, you know, so we're gonna put this here, and I was like, oh, Okay, fine. There's like there's like no. All right, you're going to walk to this spot. No and lube. Say, no lube. No lube. Yeah. You're going to walk to this spot. And you're going to say these things. We'll cue you in. Nothing. They literally just walked me out and just like stood me there. Yeah. And then I just started smiling. I was like, hey, here I am. Show your best NBA Jam picture. Yeah. And then I look up and I kid you not, there was like three cameras. There was like one, two, three. And then there was like a floating camera that dude had. Wait, is this a porn? <laughs> no, because we talked about you. Know, right? You talked about this. No, before. no. I mean, uh, so that happened, right? The the porn. The porn happened, a hundred percent. Next thing you know, like, so I I meet Holly and everything, and I was saying, okay, this is you know, I guess what we're gonna do, and I had to be sure I wrote the workout out on a whiteboard because otherwise I wasn't gonna remember. There was no shot because like it was an acronym for Turkey Day. T-U-R-K-E-Y-D-A-Y. All the extra, all the movements correlated to Turkey Day. So she's looking into the camera. She just starts talking. And I was like, oh, oh, so we're just, we're just going to go. Okay. And so I'm just, and it's smiling. And then I see a guy in the corner being like, I was like, <laughs> oh shit. Okay. And then I, cause there were so many cameras. I was like, I don't know where to look. I don't know where to look. What do I do? Look, you know what? I'm just going to look at you, Holly. And then next thing you know, like all this stuff, cause they wanted me to talk about nutrition. They wanted me to talk about health tips. And she goes, so this workout. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Let's just skip to that. That's cool. Let's just do it. And then next thing you know, we're like, you know, doing the workout and she looks up and she goes, Oh, Time for us to hurry up. Okay. And I was like, oh, we got to rush even more. Oh, it, it was, dude, it was a cluster fuck uh-huh. in my brain. But I just, my adrenaline was going, so I just went with it. And we powered through and got that, that money shot. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I get up and I, <laughs> I was like, like, the second I stood up, I was like, whew, yeah, I'm tired. I'm out of breath. And at that point, I was like, you know, whatever. It is what it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> And they're like, oh, she was like, okay, tell us where you can find find you online. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. www.com. Oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. And you I just, just Homer Simpson through the bushes. Yeah, right? I sure enough did. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I kept it moving. You know, at that point, my adrenaline's so hyped up. And I'm in front of people every day, but not like that. Of course. You know. You're, you're in front of many more people. Uh, yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fun. I went with it. From what I understand, it was very well received. People liked it. Mm-hmm. People thought it looked effortless. Yeah. <laughs> but I was dying inside the You were dying time. inside. <laughs> well, I'm glad you lived to tell the story. Me too. There was so much sweat everywhere. Yeah. Well, you know. Sweat. That's what a good uh, snuff film would do for yeah. you. <laughs> no, but in, in all honesty, I so I didn't watch it live because, you know, work. Yeah. But. It was, I was, I was, I'm always proud of anything you do, but whenever I see you, uh, you know, on TV and, and, and doing something that you're actually, you went to school to do. I mean, I didn't go to school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah, go yeah. to school. <laughs> <laughs> May not want to let your employer hear this. 
No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a way for you to show off your profession. expertise. Yes, yes, For yes. your profession is yes, what I'm getting yes. at. Yeah. Okay, yes. So I was um, like, I sure as fuck didn't go to school with me on TV. No, you're right, That's right, right. damn sure. Right, yeah. Um, they actually taught us to be on TV as little as possible. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, they're like, uh, if you know like there's a camera on the sideline, to stay away from it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that. Yeah. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I'm proud of you, man. That's that's Thanks. That's fucking awesome, man. It was uh, cool. I, I remember. I don't want to say where I watched it because it may not have been the. You know. Was it the toilet? Uh, no, but I was sitting down, <laughs> probably in a vehicle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was moving. That was moving. That's fine. Because it's of me. Fine. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you were conducting yeah. it. So that's awesome, man. Thank you. That's awesome. So when can we see you next on TV? Oh God, uh, like on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll keep an eye out for yeah. you. But yeah. So. It was cool. So keep an eye out for Sarah at yep. some point on TV. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know when, but it'll, yeah. it's going to happen. It'll be there. It's going to happen. So. Yeah. Just always watch the TV. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't do what your parents say, kids. <laughs> yeah. Just always watch TV. Yeah. So. All right. So, yeah. So yeah. what's next? What we got? Oh, you don't give a fuck about what my week was like? Okay, well, that that was what I was asking. So basically what she's trying to tell me is that she can be on TV and then once she gets like all rich and everything. All rich. Not yeah, rich. Yeah, yeah, sure. It reminds me of that episode of Fresh Prince when Ashley started singing and she got that record deal. Oh, yeah. And then she started, she gets, you know, she got too cool for school. Acting all brand new. And yeah. then like, wait, when was her debut at the Peacock? And like she like got stage fright for the hot second. You remember that? Yes, I do. And then like they were all dancing in the yeah, background. Yeah. Will and Carlton. Yeah. Tell me why you're playing with my mind, boy. Oh my God. Wait. I don't know though. That's the. Like... I, I swear to God, if it's on Spotify. To make up your mind. Yeah. Oh, that was really good. Thanks. I did, I did it for um, George. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, uh. Yeah. Oh. Camp laughter. <laughs> hey. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. That was a that was a great that was a great episode. I don't know if that single bad episode. Anyway. <clears throat> Your week. Tell us. I had a good week. I had a good week. Actually, uh, had a chance. Now, have you been to the African American History Museum? I have not. Oh my goodness, we're gonna have to go sometime. Yeah, dude, I'm in. Yeah. So uh, this uh, this past week, last weekend, the newly crowned fiance <laughs> and the roommate uh, Sarah, not to be confused with Sarah. Yes. Hi. <laughs> t- uh, we went to the African American History Museum. Something nice to do. Uh, get out. I don't. I can't tell you the last time I went to a museum. But I tell you, it really, it really was was something special and spectacular. Powerful. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, there's, there's a lot, I mean, a lot of thought provoking things, and obviously, I mean, you go to museums to learn certain things, but uh-huh. but man, there's just so much of of the culture and the history that I think people, not just you know African Americans, but also just you know people of color, can be proud of too. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just encapsulate black people, but also I mean, you got Celia Cruz who's there. And uh, a lot of just a lot of different things. Now there are four floors, and we only had a chance to do two. We were there for like maybe overall maybe like three and a half four hours. Yeah. But we only got to like two floors. We did the top two floors. Yeah. So we got a chance to check out the you know sports exhibit, uh, music and and media and all those things. So that was that was dope. But next time we go, and I say I absolutely want to go next time. But you know the first two floors I think is just a history of. You know, just that the you know the African, African American you know diaspora and being brought over to this country and yeah. you know that thing. But yeah, I mean, I definitely left there you know feeling proud. You know, proud to be me. <laughs> um, so it was awesome. So I would definitely encourage anybody who's listening out there, but certainly especially the young queen who is sitting next to me to go sometime. Don't be looking around. Wait, tell me, I want you to share with them if, well, at least if you're cool with it. Okay, so slavery started back in <laughs> The story of the, the dad talking to his son or something. Oh, no, the grandfather or something like that. Yeah, so we went to the, thank you for bringing that up. I actually completely forgot. Yeah. But, so in the, at the very beginning of the sports uh, 
what is it called? Exhibit. Uh, exhibit. Yes. Thank you. Not to be confused with the rapper. Yeah. Pimp my ride. Yeah. There you go. So there, there is a, uh, there's a statue, I guess a bronze statue of the, uh, Tommy Smith so, and Johnny Tom, Carlos. Right. So the Mexico City, um, the podium. And you, I mean, if you, you have to know what this is. It's just, yeah. um, you know, the black, the, the black, the black, glove. black glove on the fist. Yeah. And so you have John Carlos, Tommy Smith. And so it's just, it's just right there. And the Australian. And then, then the Australian, of course, definitely want to, don't want to forget about him. So one of the things that was really powerful for me was I saw this white guy and a young kid. The kid probably couldn't have been more than five or six years old. Years old. Years. And, uh. On the statue, on the base of the statue, there's a plaque. And I guess it's just, you know, talking about the history of, you know, the protest. And so this guy with this young child, he kneels down to read it. And he, I don't even want to say read it, but he's really talking. He's talking to the kid. And I can hear him explaining what was going on in the statue, why it happened, how old he was, where he was, you know, how important it was to him. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so that to me, and I'd be, be very transparent with you i got a little bit like emotional about you know yeah because you know you never think that uh, something like that could mean something to somebody who doesn't look like you right and obviously i mean we, we don't want to I, I and I, i'm sorry i don't remember the australian's name australia uh, was yeah. in third place yep. right yeah but anyway but you know but you could just tell that that like that moment meant something to him and uh and him uh, meaning the, the the gentleman who was explaining to, I'm guessing it's his grandson because this guy looked like he probably wasn't much older than sixty something. Right. But it was just it just I, I don't know I just I just felt that was really powerful to me uh, because it's like damn like this dude actually kind of gets it you know yeah. But also when you when you when you talk about feelings too, he's he's not just explaining what happened, but like he's talking about the emotion tied to yeah. it happening. Absolutely. And so when you're able to exp- explain that to somebody, I think that certainly builds a certain sense of empathy in kids. Uh, and I think this is probably an underdeveloped thought too. But I think when you can attach an emotion to historical things that happen, that that certainly that certainly builds an understanding and a knowledge of certain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and like the like you said, the beauty of it is just that that's the importance of being aware of where you are when things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously I'm going to spin this differently, but I'm not. I'm not going to forget where I was when the Nats won. You know, I'm not oh, going to yeah. forget. Like, remember where you are so you can, you can remember where you are right now. Exactly. You know, like even when 9-11 happened. Yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah. Like all that shit. Like, and for us, you know, huh, specifically, like when the sniper first hit, you know, things things of that nature. Like how and the that's why it's so important. Remember, so you can actually share these things with the younger generation. So they have more of a connection to it. So like you're the importance of handing down stories like that to whomever is I don't know I mean it's priceless in my mm-hmm. IML right in my absolutely opinion. so yeah and um and I, th- I honestly think that's something to build out for another episode too because I think you know a lot of uh, a lot of the things that you and I talk about you know are surrounding I guess sports events yeah. and things that happen so when you see like Brandy Chastain yes. you know. I remember even the, the most recent Women's World Cup win. Yep. You were crying, you know what I mean? Tears. <laughs> Tears. You know. But obviously there's an emotional aspect of yeah. that. Well, know? and like you said, like that emotional aspect for me was just like, oh my God, despite everything that is coming at them, you know, legally and how much criticism they're taking, how much flack they're taking for being who they are, they still came together a team and as a team and were like, nope, fuck this. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and... I think one thing that's a very important thing to mention, and I, I didn't see the exhibit, is that they actually asked the Australian guy to protest with them. And he was like, okay, yes, but, but nah. <laughs> I'm going to do it in my own way. And they were, they were like, cool, that's fine. And like he wore a pin with them, and, and he caught a lot of shit for that too. Yeah, absolutely. Afterwards, mm-hmm. so... I, I'm I'm really happy that you got to go and got, at least got to experience that, you know, mm-hmm. and see that happen, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. That interaction happen because, like you said, like everyone knows their opinion and how it makes them feel, but to experience how it makes other people feel is just as important. Yeah, most definitely. I think so. that's a I think that's a, a beautiful way to put it. I would say to anybody who has not gone, or no, really, like if you've gone or if you haven't gone. One of the things that I 
want to do and, and put myself in a position to is to make myself and as stupid as it might sound to some make myself probably like emotionally vulnerable yeah because i feel like there are certain things to where if you're in a, a specific space you know uh, mentally emotionally you know all that you might feel like you have to put on a like yep. a, a facade but if you yeah. just go there and talk and about experience like experience it right like um the the the, the gravity of yeah situation i think especially like when it comes to media and maybe you it might be like certain lines and songs that people are, are um you know reciting or it might be um in th like the videos that you see yeah like it could it can really speak to you you know what i mean and so just Evoke allow yourself to, yeah right and, uh, and i just i think allow, allow yourself to kind of be in that moment and say wow like this is powerful but nobody's going to judge you everybody there is there to learn right i think uh, and last thing i mean i don't want to you know but I think one of the coolest things too is there. There was just a lot of foreigners there. Um, That's awesome. You know, and I think in the grand scheme of things, you can go anywhere around the world, and you, you know, you. I think in a lot of ways, their understanding of African American culture is hip hop culture. Yeah. But just to know that there are other parts of the culture that exist and that are probably more important, arguably. Yeah. I think to have people on an international stage understand that I think is really powerful and beneficial. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got to go, man. So when are we going? I'm down. Like, soccer's over, so. Because right. you asked me to go on a Sunday morning, and you're like, hey, do you want to go? I said, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> My tail was wagging for like <laughs> half a second. It's like, yeah, I want to go. It's like George when the door opens and he finds <laughs> out it's not Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, with that said, the end of our week. Yeah. So, the end of our week, and we could actually awesome. get into it since it's kind of just the tips into sports. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports. Transition. And now, sports. <laughs> yeah, so we had a chance to go to some Wizards. Well, I went to some Wizards games. Went to we some. went to some. You know, Wizards games. Too. I can't. I can't be fading this uh, school night shenanigans yeah. too often. I wasn't. I wasn't in the place where I was like, oh yeah, no, 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 sure, I'll do that. Yeah. Well, before I forget, I just do. I just want to say, did you notice? So let me just back up before I get to the, the question that I have. So I had. I went to the game against the Spurs. Uh, Washington Wizards versus the Spurs. And then we went to the Charlotte Hornets versus yes. the Wizards game. So, did you notice how short the game was? Yeah. Okay. So I and I thought something was up too. So we went to the uh, I went to the game. I had a chance to go with the 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 homie Albert and Marielle and her cousin celebrating a birthday. Uh, Amanda, shout out to her. She don't listen to us, but that's how. <laughs> and we got another birthday shout out later. But went to the game. The game started at seven, and we were out of there by like. 9 45 9 50 i'm like damn this is early like i got home at like 11 something right That's but when we went to the the hornets game the game started at seven on yeah. time and that shit ended at like 9 15 9 20 i look that's preferable <laughs> Yeah, for, that's very conducive to the sarah bear schedule so i thank you guys for that mm -hmm. uh washington wizards Appreciate you. Is Smith, not yes. Jason Smith, wearing 14. <sighs> anyway. As long as somebody Smith is <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> There's still a Smith rocking number 14. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, I mean, I even remember, of course, like, I'm watching the game, but, like, low-key, like, zoning out, like, in the second quarter and being like, wait a minute. This is the second, not the first? You know, and just like, bro, halftime was an hour yeah. <laughs> after the game started. That was crazy. But I mean, I had so much fun because we, we met, we squatted up again. That was a solid squad. As hoes sometimes do. Yeah. Hoes be squatting. So we met up with, well, I met up with you guys. Mm -hmm. A hoe just needed to nap before she stepped out because I had a, I had a much longer day than I expected. But after I had my my sleeps, I rallied and met up with you guys at Bar Deco, you, uh, Estefanie, See. and the roommate Sarah, which and it was her very first NBA game. Yes, that was really fulfilling for me, honestly. Yeah, to, to be able to. And then the lovely Adrian met us out as well, the bestie. So we got to hang out prior to, and then Staines McCray himself. In the fresh. In the fresh. In the fresh. Rolled through, as did the homie Albert Huerta. So we were mad deep strolling into that game, son. We did. We we all held hands as we walked. Yeah, right, together. and skipped in. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Jazziota brothers. 
who were affectionately named later that night the Property Brothers. The Property Brothers? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get into that okay, later. Cool. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they, they met up with us because they were at the game as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, and we'll get more into this later, we really got to step out and celebrate the young King Gerard. The young, strong, and fair King Gerard. For his 21st birthday. Yeah. It wasn't really his 21st, but it might as well have been his 21st. He was definitely on a bender. Like, yeah. But he, no. He couldn't walk out of the spot. It was, it was reckless. It, <laughs> we are horrible friends. Yep. <laughs> the worst. Just kidding. He's good. <laughs> he was all right. He held his own. Um, but again, so much fun. It really was. It was good so times. So much fun. Yeah. It was good times. And even to, to just catch up with people, you know? Yeah. Catch up with people and just be out and about. Be out and play and yeah. frolic. <laughs> yeah. Fling poo. Fling poo. <laughs> the peeps. Helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Wag the tails front and back. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off on sports a little bit. And I understand that he is a major contributor to our team. But if we don't find someone else to rotate in that five spot, we ain't going to be shit. So, like... The thing of it is, I, I get I get that he's playing a lot of minutes. And he being my arch nemesis, Thomas Bryant, <laughs> I do not believe him to be as good as everyone. We 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 gotta get we gotta get Brad some more help in there, man. Well, you know, I, I think what it, it it does create matchup problems, I guess, when you move Thomas Bryant out and you put you know Bertans in or you yeah. put Mo Wagner. <laughs> because those are shooters. I mean, mm-hmm. these are actual shooters. Now, I get that Thomas Shoot Bryant that. has improved his outside shooting. Look. I just don't, I just don't, you know. It's something that he doesn't need to improve on. No, I mean, it, anything that can help you do so, But here's my thing. Right. Here's my thing. It shouldn't be a focus, though. I, IMO. This is just me yeah. being emotional. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Passion. cool to be light skinned, but all I'm saying is that. Now, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't mind that as much as it is that. How many? I don't know if you you saw, but how many times did like a, a, a rebound like come to him and he like just yeah either miss it like hit off his chest or something yeah. or off his fingers and somebody else would get the rebound. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like me, I, I like this. From, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like he just needs to be more. Mobile. Forceful. Mo- yeah. Dominant on the inside. <laughs> yeah. One thing that we cannot deny is that he has improved. I I will say that. Yes, he absolutely has. But, and again, this comes down to the fact that he is our only real five on the team. And even then, he's still an undersized five to begin with. Your boy Mahimi is coming back. Uh, uh, kick him in the knee. Someone kick him in the knee right now. Kick him in the knees. <laughs> kick him in the knee. I would, but I have to, like, really high jump to hit that shit. But what, like, irritates me is that here you're trying to take these outside shots and you're not even trying to follow up your own rebound. You're standing and watching the shit. And then here you are caught on the outside in the corner on an offensive play. He can't cover that ground back. Right. That's a sports thing. And... Right, and I'm like, look, I'm not even going to go out and say that that's his fault, but it's like, if you know that's not what you can, like, you can't do that, then don't fucking do that. It, it makes way, it checks out. <laughs> and, and I'm not asking him to be part of our backcourt, but, like, he's in the corner, and then you look up, and then you hit that outlet pass, and then even when, like, he can't even hit the trail for a follow-up rebound. That's that's my problem. Right. It's not It's not inconsistent with the problem that you had, you know, last season. Yeah, and like, like, and I will give it to the dude. Like, he has gotten much better, mm-hmm. and a lot of this, the fa- my frustrations do lie on the fact that he is the only one. So of course he's getting this burn, and then when he rotates out, like, you know, there, there, I don't even want to say there's a drop off, but still, it's, it's someone that's not playing their quote unquote natural position or whatever, right? And you put him back in, like he's gassed. He just can't play at the level that we need him to play at all the time. He's not Brad, and I'm not asking him to be Brad right now because this is what his third or f- no, his like fourth or fifth year in the league. Thomas Bryant. Yeah. It's his third. Third. Okay, yeah. so the Lakers had him for one, and we've had him for two. See. Okay. And like 
Brad wasn't doing that, you know, three years out of Florida, you know? So it's not even, it's not even that I feel like I'm holding him to an unreal standard. The fact of the matter is the dude goes up for a rebound. I could slap the ball out of his hands. He's sitting out there waiting for that outside shot. He misses it and doesn't do shit about it. That's my problem. He's going up, like, just missing obvious defensive plays that he should be making. And not even, like, hard ones, you know? That's my problem. In, in, the, in the league of starting centers, ranking starting centers, I think Thomas Bryant probably isn't in the top no. 15. No. Uh, despite his, his numbers, like I said, you know, improve. But um, he can be better. And we can see. It's not hard to see that, like, he could be better. Well, so. and I think one thing that... Uh, it just goes to show that with him being our our guy, our five, mm-hmm. doesn't pose for a very promising season. What are the odds? <laughs> Making a deep playoff run with the with the type of team that we have right now, with the depth of the team we have right now, I don't think it's very good. Right. Now right. again, if we could pull the Nationals on them, be the fucking worst bullpen in the goddamn league and still win a World Series, but... Hey, look, man, the Clippers made the playoffs last year with no All-Stars. It's just... <sighs> I do, I do. Uh, you know, we definitely have a lot to discuss in terms of NBA, but one thing I do want to discuss with you is uh, what we talked about a little bit earlier is that I had a chance to go to the Spurs game. Yes. Right? And now as we stand, or sit technically right uh-huh, now, uh-huh. right meow. There we go. Spurs have lost about eight in a row now. Wow. And I think a question that we have to ask ourselves, and I'm not going to say ax. Oh. But you just did. But we, yeah, no. What we have to ask ourselves is: is do you think is a two-part question? Do you think Popovich's job is is stable? I think it is definitely being brought into question. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's still pop. I mean, me personally, I haven't I haven't watched enough of the Spurs to really make a educated decision. But would I say he's at the end of his rope? Sure. You know. Or at least draw. I don't know. Maybe this is a fucked up thing to say, but like, it's not that I don't expect much out of Pop. But I mean, like, he's had a very prolific career. Yeah. Okay. So would I be surprised and/or like frustrated if this was coming to an end? No. Of course, I'd be sad for selfish purposes because, like, I love Greg Popovich. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, he's he's a Hall of Famer. No, you he's know? not. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here, Sarah. Fuck out of here. About sports. You know. Not much. Go over there and cook. Yeah. Oh, you don't want me to do that. <laughs> so the, the fist ball up. <laughs> Chipping her nails on purpose yeah, this time. Shit. No. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, selfishly, maybe. And then maybe his first assistant could take over the team. That's exactly what I want to get to. So I was thinking about this on the toilet, as I sometimes do. Uh-huh. Before I cut the turd, I had uh-huh. a full thought going, right? Uh-huh. T-H-O-T. Now, the, the basis of this question is, uh, I always joke around. This is before the season started. We're talking about baseball right now. But I joke around with David and some of the other uh, uh, Nationals you know, fans and said, oh, man, you know, uh, in our lifetime, are we going to see a, a, an Orioles, uh, another um, Orioles World Series? Uh, who's going to get it first, the Nats or the Orioles <laughs> and this and that, you know, and and so uh, this this season has shown us that, well, the Nats did it, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy to support the Nats. So now, based on that, based on seeing that, and I think the way that things have gone recently within the past five years, is that we're seeing more and more women coaches, uh, women involved in the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. You know, we have obviously Christy Tolliver with the Wizards. Yep. We have Kara uh, Lawson, Lawson uh, with the Celtics. And as you alluded to, you have Becky Hammond with the San Antonio Spurs. Now, the question is, I'm confident that we will see that happen. I'm confident that we're going to see a a, a female head coach soon. How long do you think until we actually see a female head coach in the National Basketball Association? Okay. What I would like to think is that she does get it when Pop retires, which next five years. But I also... I'm very much so a realist. And as much as one would think, like, who better to take over the team than someone that's been with the team and Greg Popovich for so long to begin with? You're 
an extremely qualified candidate, you should do it. No, that's not how shit works. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if she gets snubbed for it. But if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be her. But you think that's something that's like it's the writing on the wall. It's like, okay, he leaves and she's the next, in the you know? I mean, I think that's how it should be. But again, I... (laughs) But okay, so here's my question, and I, I didn't want to spend too much, too many hours on this, but I guess here we are. Here we are. So let's say that she does take over this team after Popovich departs, and the team does the same type shit that they're doing. Because if you think about it, they have pretty much the same team. You know, I don't know the ins and outs of the roster, right? But the Spurs have pretty much the same team. You got Patty Mills still on the team. Yeah. You got Lamarcus Aldridge. You got Demar Derozan. Yeah. You know, just all you know, all these guys around the team that have been a part of the team's success. You know, yeah. recent success. Patty Mills, like you know, especially. Yeah. So he has that that championship. He knows what it takes to be on a championship caliber team. Now, if they finish horribly this year, and then she takes over at some point, and they're not winning. You know, what is that going to say about women's ability to actually coach? It's, well, okay. What people are going to use it for versus what it actually says are going to be two different things. Because no matter what the fuck happens, it won't work in her favor. Good or bad. Let me, let me, Let's say they win. Well, of course they're going to win. It's Pop's team. Uh, okay. Let me ask you this then. And I hope I didn't cut you off. Well, what I was following was say like, oh, if they lose, well, of course they lost. Pop's gone and, and a woman's leading the shit. Oh, okay. Let me ask. So would you feel more comfortable, and doesn't necessarily have to be Becky Hammond, just a, a, a woman head coach. Would you feel more comfortable or I guess better if she inherits the team from a coach or if she applies for the job and gets it like in the off season? Interesting. Neither would actually make me feel comfortable at all comfortable so wait so what do you nothing about it will make me feel comfortable so i'd be fucking extremely proud of it but i know exactly what the shit means so then what does it mean you you get a team no matter what the fuck happens that woman is going to face the utmost criticism more than anyone has ever faced in the entire fucking league didn't she didn't she apply uh, for the bucks no no uh wasn't it i thought it was the bucks was it the bucks yeah i thought so and she was a finalist and so that's i guess that's a it's an interesting thing uh maybe that's something we can kind of uh think about in the in the in the future but um you know i think it would be interesting to see and obviously i think about the movie eddie <laughs> with whoopi goldberg oh my god yeah which i have on dvd we do you watch really it. yeah it's a good movie and <laughs> do people have dvd players anymore no <laughs> might as well watch it on my vhs player yeah so well we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it uh you know we'll we'll, we'll keep you in the loop on that i think it's going to be interesting to see uh, this is arguably the end of an era for Greg Popovich and yeah. the San Antonio Spurs, uh, and you do have Tim Duncan on the uh, on, uh, on the coaching staff too. How would you feel if Tim Duncan gets <laughs> gets the head coaching job over Becky Hammond? I mean, again, my brother Tim Duncan, just to be very yeah, clear, things that make it, it makes sense, you know, but like not if you're out here pulling up like this assistant off of. Uh, mid-major division one team you know what i mean yeah yeah like <laughs> now and i'm not gonna lie when they pulled up brad stevens i was like get the fuck out of here bro exactly that shit okay worked <laughs> yeah right but like usually that that shit doesn't work I agree. you know what i mean i agree do want to uh follow up with something that we talked about last week last episode if you will yes just in terms of the incident, we talked about the Browns versus Steelers. And once again, we don't talk about the NFL unless we really, really have to. Yeah. And I think this really, um, at this point, we have to. And so the incident between Miles Garrett, linebacker for the Cleveland Browns, not to be confused with the Cleveland Steamers, uh-huh. and the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Not to be confused with the reindeer. Yeah. So, as you know, and hopefully you guys have seen it now, but the incident in which Miles Garrett takes off Rudolph's yeah. helmet, hits him on the head on it. <laughs> well, so, okay. It was the waiting seconds of the game. All right. Eight seconds left, just yeah. to be very clear. And Mason Rudolph gets sacked for like the third time, and they're losing the game. And it was a hard sack. <laughs> and so, like, Mason gets in his feelings. Next thing you know, a little, little skirmish takes place, right? They're all talking shit. 
the Steelers pull them both up off the ground. Two other Steelers pull them both up off the ground. Mason's still trying to go at Miles Garrett. At this point, like, I can't tell. And again, it could be completely wrong. Like, it, Mason had his hands on his helmet, but then, like, Garrett, like, helps rip it off. So Miles Garrett has Mason Mason Rudolph's helmet in his in his hand, and Mason still comes around and tries to like get at Garrett, which is dumb. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, and legit, Miles Garrett like tomahawks that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like straight windmill, like Vince Carter. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. and then clocks him over the head with the shit. Yeah, like not like like oh let me like no like he. Homeboy, like, wound up. If he could have crow-hopped into it, he would have. He probably, his face, his head would have exploded. Yeah. Talking about JFK footage. like Yeah. So, that happened. And after further review or whatever, the NFL decides to uh, decides to suspend Miles Garrett indefinitely for the remainder of the season. And then Pouncey got an initial couple-game suspension. I can't remember how much. And then they reduced it. So Miles Garrett and his representative chose to appeal the suspension. Now, before me knowing anything else, my immediate gut reaction was, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This dude deserves to be gone. He deserves to be out of the league. Like, what in the actual fuck? You know? But with that said, also thinking, in a game where we have all these humans whose emotions are on a million... All the time. I'm not defending what he did. Because he was in the wrong for sure. As was Mason Rudolph. Period. Yeah. As was Mason Rudolph. But what I have to question is, I want to know, and I said this last week, what the NFL's benefits are for mental health because I'm sure something is off in everyone's brain that is on that field. Due to... Their, what their job demands. And I'm sure that none of them, well, okay, I'm sure that majority of them are not taking the steps necessary to address said things. Tings, okay? Mm-hmm. So, again, one of the many symptoms of brain injury is emotional imbalance to the extent where Something like this, something like what Miles Garrett did, could be a result of that. Again, let let me be clear. I don't believe that is a valid excuse to what he did do. But I'm saying they're not getting the proper support, the proper care to ensure that shit like this doesn't happen. Because this shit stays happening. And and not to this extent, but like, like I said, everyone's... Emotions are on a trillion, but we need to address that. Yeah, I agree. And same thing. So we go, they go into the hearing and I didn't know this. So the doctor, Cassandra Taylor herself said that he went into the hearing and it was supposed, not, nothing that happened in the hearing was supposed to go public. Really? Apparently. Like nothing that he said was supposed to go public. So... He came in being like, look, I'm not trying to absolve anything that I did, but I'm letting you know that why I did what I did. Because he he is now saying that Mason Rudolph dropped an M-bomb on him, called him a racial slur. And again, he said himself, he's like, I'm not saying that that excuses, but at the same time, this is why I did what I did. So yes, I am in the wrong, but so is he. And for him not to have any type of punishment whatsoever, Miles Garrett feels to be absolutely like, feels that to be completely unfair. I think it's a shit show to begin with. And again, just add it to the list of reasons as to why I don't like the league. That's another reason. Not saying that like shit like that doesn't happen elsewhere because it does. But I think a large part of it is the fact that these men have unresolved issues that the league does not help them out with. Yeah. That's just me. Did you just eat your booger? No, man, it was... <laughs> did you just eat a booger? <laughs> I mean, it's cool if you did. No, I don't do that. It's... <laughs> no, uh, right. I, I, yeah, I think that's an important point. It definitely doesn't excuse um, the fact that that happened. I think it's a tough situation. What my, what my understanding is, what I've heard, is that the mm-hmm. league has certainly reviewed all 
available uh, audio and video yeah. just to see if they could pick it up. And what happened was even the players that are mic'd up for the game, the mics turn off as soon as the snap happens. Really? They can do that? Yeah. Because they say, I guess, for competitive advantage or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. So, that, but, you know, what do I know? Oh, so it's kind of like, like you know, reading or like stealing plays and shit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, and I think, um, and now obviously us being involved with social media, people have things that they want to say and say, oh, well, <clears throat> you know, well, that changes everything completely or whatever, you know. Now, you can feel however you want to feel about the racial tension and everything that's going on in this country just overall, right? Right. And different people react in a certain way to where it's like, you know, like if you you call me the N-word or whatever and I swing on you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. who's in the wrong, you know? Right. Well, the thing is, you know, if you say something to me and I and I have a physical response to that, yeah, I'm going to jail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There are optics of this, and we talked about this last time. There are optics of this that just don't look right. Miles Garrett being black, Rudolph being, being white. Being the red-nosed reindeer. Yes. Got it. Yes. Of the white persuasion. Absolutely. And so I, I don't like how that looks. And, and um, like you said, I mean, I called as it's only a matter yeah. of time until this becomes a racial thing. Yep. And sure enough, show did. Mm-hmm. And But you don't, I mean, the thing is, you don't, I, who am I to, to lecture somebody on how to handle themselves? But you you don't handle yourself that way. We have too much to lose by handling handling yeah. ourselves that way. Yeah. You know, and I think if somebody were to come to you and, and, and call you a derogatory term, you know, of course we want to hit them. Right. Of course. You know what I mean? That's, that's you know, that's a talk. What's the saying? Talk shit, get hit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, I don't know. And so it certainly doesn't excuse it. It doesn't, for me, it doesn't change anything for a lot of people apparently on, on social media. It, it changes things. Yeah. For I mean, I, again, I, I get, I get the rage of it. I get the, like you said, of course you want to hit them, but this is where I feel as if these players are not giving the tools to be successful for this shit. I agree. I have to believe that the tools are available, but as you, as you alluded to earlier, I don't think that the demands of the job allow for you to meet your mental health needs. Right. And to excel at your, right. you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're going to go see a therapist? What are you, some little bitch? You know what I mean? Uh, something of that stigma, like, oh, what are you, like, are you female? You got all these feelings you know how to deal with? Shit like that, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So, of course, like, hey, yo, bro, where are you going? Oh, I got this doctor's appointment I got to go to. Yo, what's up? What's good? You know, oh, you know, eventually you're like, well, I'm going to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, you okay? What's up? What's going on? Nothing. I just, you know... Go see well, you go you know what I mean? Like that's in my brain, that's the chain of events that happens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or, you know, you got the coaching staff pushing you. Yeah. You know, kind of similar. Obviously we're talking about the NBA, but what happened with uh what's his, uh Jordan McNair? Maryland? Is that his name? The young man on Maryland who died. The 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 Maryland oh yes 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 the football player yes 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 yes. and so and that was the thing it's like oh yeah you gotta play you're gonna do this you're gonna do that yeah no yeah i know you're hot but whatever like fuck you like just push through that shit you know yeah or and also like oh hey we really need you to stay back and watch film Mm -hmm. okay well i have this that not cancel it right and and the the thing is obviously like you're playing in a once again i mean it, it it goes on levels but as we're talking about d1 football you have there's there's certain there's a fear of inadequacy that you as a as a player at this level have to have you know yeah. what i mean and um who knows people have and i'm not saying this as a joke this time but people have like daddy issues to where they yeah. feel that they need to oh man like i have to do this i have to prove it to like everybody yeah. and if you can't do that that fucks you up psychologically right and also it's yeah. like oh well okay watch films like well i can't well what the fuck do i pay you for it's your job to watch this right right you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. like oh if you if you don't i know someone who will you know so like you put these demands on people mm-hmm. and, and like it's it's just not a it it's gross guys it's gross it doesn't make me feel good <sighs> it makes me very frustrated mm-hmm. so you know i guess where it comes down to it, it's a true stalemate as to how i'm i'm not going to sit here and take a side mm-hmm. when it comes down to the whole shit show again just add it to the list of reasons as to why i can't fuck with the league that hard yeah cuz i was talking about this today um, with my co-ed team, shout out to the Lost Tourists 2019 fall season, co-ed Division One champions again, Vlad Al. Congrats to you. Thanks. But I miss watching football. 
I miss that shit, man. Mm-hmm. I love the sport. It was awesome. But again, you have shit that happens or you have stuff like the whole Kaepernick situation. You know, even looking at the Redskins with Nicholson, they, his girlfriend's dead. Yeah. They found a whole bunch of drug paraphernalia in his house. He carts his girlfriend into a freaking Leesburg hospital. Bitch is dead. I want to be very clear with you. I have no idea what you're talking about. But again, what are you talking let's, about? Let's be very clear. I'm not sure if he has a position on the team, but same guy had a road rage incident last year and was still associated with the team. I'm a, he's living in Leesburg. I'm sure he still has some sort of part of the team. He is. Hold on. All right, this is from the Post. Monte Nicholson says days since women's overdose death have been rough. Did George write this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pref, uh, proofread by Nala. Yeah. And the past several days have been rough after a woman apparently overdosed at his home and later died late last week. Nicholson declined to talk about it. What happened in the hours of the up to Nicholson and another man being twenty bringing 21-year-old Judah Karabi unresponsive and unconscious to an Ashburn hospital. In all honesty, I, I did not know anything about that. So. A search of Nicholson's home the day of her death turned up marijuana, pills, and foil with residue. The search warrant did not identify the latter drugs or explain who they belonged to or how they got into Nicholson's home. Again, I don't know dick about the story except from what I'm reading, right? Mm-hmm. However, this is the same guy that was also in an incident last year or a year before that with, like, got out of his car in a road rage incident in the area. Now, again, because I don't watch the Redskins, one would assume that he is still with the team because they're not saying anything about former. They said Redskins safety. Well, there you have it. So add this to the list of reasons as to why I can't fuck with them as an organization. Yeah. I also think it's a reflection on the league too, though. Hell yes. You know what I mean? Like going back and I mean, I know in the interest of moving on, you know, but what I'm really curious about is when Arenas got suspended for bringing guns into the locker room, yeah. did the NBA suspend him or did the Wizards suspend him? I can't remember. Because I but feel that, like if they hadn't, I feel like if the team didn't, then the, the league definitely yeah. would have stepped in. Well, I think it was a league thing. Well, and more of the story is that led to his downfall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, I don't know much of anything when it comes to true stories but Colin Kaepernick broke zero laws wait how many say it again settle yeah but he hasn't seen a snap in three years we picked up Mark Sanchez and some other random ass motherfucker I don't know who the fuck a we is but you know yeah okay (laughs) the Washington area football team but he ain't even get a look you know and are we gonna just a tip are we going to talk about after we know more information about it? Yeah, I think maybe once a little bit more information. I do want okay. to dedicate some time to talking about yeah. that next week because there there are a lot of things that have come out, and especially with what Stephen A. Smith had. Well, if you've watched first take in the past two weeks now, I guess yeah. you'll see. You know, since Kaepernick's uh, his workout, his open workout, I guess you have what Stephen A. Smith has said. You'll have what uh, Max Kellerman has said. Yeah. You'll see what T.O. Terrell Owens has said. Two. Stephen A. Smith. Two Stephen, yeah. Pretty much Terrell Owens is like, yo, you're a bitch for saying that shit. And I I only watched the first part of that, and I understand Stephen A. Smith, that's who he is as a person, but yeah. Stephen A. Smith didn't let that man talk for shit. Yeah, well, that, you know, that that's that's one of the issues I have, too, is that he, he I think he's one of those people who, like, even though he makes a lot of great points on, on different topics... He's one of those people who very obviously feels that the louder you talk, the more right you are. Yeah. And I don't like that. No, I don't, I don't like that. I know somebody else. The person who we owe our lives to for introducing us to logic is like that, too. <laughs> Jason Lewis. <Yeah>. He's married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got to move on. A couple yeah, other things sorry. we want to talk about. No, this is this is great. Let us know what you guys think. I mean, I know I know the shits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, situation the situation is still developing, but we definitely want to uh, to know what you guys think about it. Uh, so hit us up on social media where you can find us on Instagram at 
the btw podcast hit us up on twitter the underscore btw podcast gmail gmail at gmail right <laughs> the btw podcast at gmail.com absolutely facebook's do we say facebook's no we are definitely on facebook yeah facebook.com slash the beautiful train wreck all one word okay yep. so now getting into i guess we can call it the speed round no yep. we're gonna call it um what the hot mess express because that's mm-hmm. you know we're trying to you know that's how we roll a lot of things um Okay, so it's been our two-year anniversary. Yep. And, you know, certainly this is this is special. It's a special opportunity for us to, to reflect on, uh, you know, some of our favorite things about the show. And uh, before we kind of get into some of the favorite things, you talked about, you know, some titles that we had either for the show <laughs> or for segments yeah. that maybe just didn't make it. Yeah. So. What are this, uh, some of the things? Well, okay, let's kick it back to the real old school of old schools. Pies and brew. Pies and brew. Now, we may have talked about this a little bit, but uh, as we alluded to, we went to uh, Maryland Homecoming, and we talked about, hey, we should start a podcast. And so, in coming up with a name, because yes, names are important, guys. You got to have something that, that people are going to... Remember know, you. Remember you by. But uh, the, the first, the very first name that we had... Was pies and brew. Pies and brew. And I'll just to tip this really quick. You had actually you've been wanting to have a, a podcast yeah. or something of some sort. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you know, said, so, "Hey, Sarah, that we should do this. You should do this." I'm like, ah. And then finally, he sent me a video of Your Mia girl? Khalifa, yeah. <laughs> and Gilbert Arenas's show that they have on Which YouTube. Is long gone now, but yeah. yeah. And I was so incensed by it. That I was like, wow, I can't let us go out like this, guys. And that was the kicker that got me into doing the show. And it's not it's not out of hate. Let's be very, let me be clear. It was like, no, I can't let people think that this is how women feel or this is how women are when it comes to podcasts. And speaking of sports, so I got to make a stand for us. Yeah. So I did. And here we are, two years later. 57 episodes later. Yeah. And I'm so happy you did, too. Uh, and, and since then, you've had a chance to go on to other shows. You've gone on the Unnamed Sports Podcast. Is that on my sports? Unnamed Sports Show. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Unnamed Sports Show. Shout out to Joshua and Mark Smith. Yeah. We've been on, wow. So we've been on uh, Fresh Delivery Show. Yep. Shout out to Diesel. Yep. You've been on a couple times with them. Yeah. What else have we been? We've, we've done two crossover Two episodes. crossovers. We're still waiting for a number three. Yeah. So we'll we'll get that together with uh, the Mike and Eric experience. Yep. I I had a small little cameo on uh, the H Cube, the Hip Hop Heads uh, podcast. Right, and that was a lot and of fun. Trey. Yeah, shout out AKA to the, the homie Trey. Sinister Cooper has been on with us, and the young homie Gerard. Speaking of, that's right. Our love of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop, hip hop. I was gonna hit the bass line, but I just can't do it. Yeah. So you know, and and, and obviously you know, so we decided to go with a different name uh-huh. for the show but there's also some segments that we had <laughs> going on so what were, what were some of those man i was gonna get my phone and look at look at like the old school shits old school shits podcast meeting <laughs> oh wow you broke wow that's really yeah. old oh yeah episode one one <laughs> greetings and well wishes Greetings and well wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and yes, that was supposed to be a segment. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Um, and then people just kept dying in like mass shooting. Yeah. So then we were like, yeah, let's yeah tone that down a little bit. Uh, I don't trust you if. Yes. I don't trust you if you've never seen Lion King. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is when we talked about uh, we like the World Cup group of nineties nineties uh, cartoons. Bro, we never did do that. We never did that. Uh-huh. Though I have, I, I think we should do that. I think we should definitely do that, especially with uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. I think that you know. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta do that. So I got it. We, we, we need to have. A, I don't want to give it away. I have ideas for that, for fun things. Sarah's like, ah, no, I'm just too I'm much, like, too much. Yeah, yes, my brain. Yeah. So, just in case you're wondering what the entire fuck is going on, Sarah's looking through her old uh, Google Doc, 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 Doc. Hope Solo. Yeah. Wow. Hope Solo. 
Uh, she and and you should see the look on her face. She's like cheesing. She's like, "Wow, look at all this content that we never talked about." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another creative meeting, man. Thoughts and prayers. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this, I think this might have been the one that we had Warren on. Might, yeah, Warren was our very first guest. Yep. Or the very first episode, Marielli was sitting right there. So she's technically our first guest, even though like the only thing that made it on the air was maybe a little bit of laughter and a couple of toots. (laughs) That was it. God, topic who makes the first move. Oh, man. Andre Ingram. That's right. We did talk about that. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff um, that we have to talk about. And right now, I mean, we're at the point where we're just reminiscing. So... Uh, you know, we, we want to continue in this third year to, uh, to bring content to you because it's been a lot of fun for us. And I know we haven't necessarily, especially within the past few months, been as consistent. And obviously, you know, life takes over. That's been my bad, y'all. No, it's, it's both of our bad because we're in this together. together. But um, yeah, so we want to reach out to you. So we, uh, we, we said a little bit earlier, but we want to be a little bit more interactive. Yeah. And we want to be uh, we want to reach out to you guys. Uh, but we can't do that unless we have your support. So please uh, make sure that you continue to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at yeah. the BTW Podcast. We are on Twitter at Twitter. the underscore BTW Podcast. Facebook, facebook.com. Slash the beautiful train wrecks. All one word. One word. And uh, Gmail. Yeah. At the BTW Podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Um, before we say goodbye, we alluded to uh, Cousin... Amanda, happy birthday. Yeah. She's really turning 21. Birthdays. Uh, and the young king days. and homie Gerard. Gerard. I mean, you know, you know, he he deserves the world. He does. He does. He's a great human man. Drake! <laughs> Drake! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. Oh, so, man. Yeah. That's but, good uh, shit. So keep it locked. Uh, we, we definitely will be coming back to you next week. Happy holidays to you guys. Yeah. And I want to say something real quick. No, it's not a special uh, announcement or anything. But I want to say something to your mother. Am I allowed to do that? Sure. Okay. Oh, God. I want to say Fucking something to macaroni and cheese. Mrs. Nichols. I'm Julian. We've met a couple of times, but I don't know you. I don't know you. But I love you. Oh. And I love your daughter. But I'm going to need some mac and cheese on that table. Right? God, man. On Thursday for Thanksgiving. Don't deny her. Mac and cheese for a third in a row. This cannot happen. Mac and cheese, man. If you need me to deliver some, I got some in the in the, in the freezer. We just heat it up nah, real bro. quick. Nah, nah, we ain't going out like that. Nah, please, please. Mac and cheese, bro. She's been she's been denied. Let's put some mac and cheese in and around her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> please. This has been a public service amou- announcement. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, anyway, well, this has been the beautiful train wreck. It has been worst episode ever. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Thank um, you guys so much for this. Yeah, it's been great, y'all. We're definitely holler at y'all soon. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm Sarah. I'm Julian. Hey, bye.